And we're talking with Michael Armstrong, whom you hear every weekday, starting at 10, right here on WNTK. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well, John. Thank you. We've got a lot of very important data reports coming out this week. We do. So I think inarguably the probably most important economic data point that everybody's keeping an eye on right now is inflation. We I don't need to explain why to anybody out there. We're seeing it everywhere. And uh, tomorrow, in fact, we're going to get the inflation reading for the uh, for the month of April and excuse me for the month of March. Uh, currently, it's April and. Um, it's going to be really, really important, especially for you know, for all of us. We already know what the inflation looks like. I don't think I need to tell anybody that it's really painful. Gas prices, while they've come down a little bit recently, have been elevated. But you know, rental prices are going up, food prices are going up, and and this is really the key thing that the Federal Reserve has been focused on. and is trying to convince the American public that they are taking very seriously. Um, I think they're struggling with that a little bit, and these inflation reports are going to be telling in terms of you know their future actions. But tomorrow, like I said, we get the consumer price index uh, that had gone up to 8.4%. Uh, and then following day, we're going to get the producer price index, which um, you know talks to suppliers' uh, input prices, and you know oftentimes is a bit more leading of an indicator for where prices go from here. Uh, and then following all of that later this week, we're going to get retail sales. And so, you know, first we're going to get these readings in terms of how much prices are moving up. And then later this week, we're, we're going to see a real data point in how consumers are reacting to that. You know, there's a CNBC poll that was done over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, against to take a look at, you know, a broad group of American consumer spending habits during all of this. And, you know, they were largely asked, hey, you know, are, is the inflation getting to a point where you're considering altering your spending habits? Uh, and at, as consumers always do, they, they said yes. Uh, the, the consumers, whenever they're pulled on this sort of thing, tend to paint themselves as a much more fiscally responsible group than we than we actually are. Uh, in reality, we tend to run up credit card debt and uh, and spend a little bit irresponsibly. But in either case, uh, you know, we will get these data points um, this week, and it's going to be pretty telling in terms of what the Federal Reserve needs to do next, because the big policy stance that the Fed has had is, look, we need to convince the general public and the markets that we are taking inflation seriously and we're going to do everything to combat it. And thus far, uh, you know, might be a little bit behind the eight ball on that. Well, I was going to I was going to ask or at least point out that uh, um, surveying customer well, surveying the consumers right now, um, I mean, when prices go up, people tend to at first go, ah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> and um, it's I, I just kind of wonder what kind of answers and how relevant they are uh, when people when when that sort of thing happens versus some of these other some of these other reports that you're talking about, which uh, do, in fact, uh, verify, yes, prices are going up. Consumers, uh, you know, uh, well, the consumers are an odd bunch, aren't they? Yeah, I, I very strongly prefer to get data about what consumers are actually doing, how they are spending their money and on what and to what degree rather than how they feel about things uh, for that exact reason. Uh, you know, people lie, people don't really you know, follow through and people misunderstand situations. But you know, the reality is, yeah, we're going to get some very key data points this week uh, on what they are actually doing. And as a heavy consumer-based economy, right, we've discussed this before, 
or 70% of economic activity in this country is driven by consumer spending. Um, and so if that is showing signs of weakness, then you know, the, the entire economy will show signs of weakness. Absolutely. Well, another another aspect of our economy is housing. And right now, that's kind of in a quagmire, isn't it? It's very, very interesting to look at the housing market right now. So the the average 30-year mortgage rate, according to bank rate, has now climbed to 4.88% for a new 30-year fix. That is up from three and a quarter just back in December. That That is one of the fastest increases we have ever seen. And so everybody's trying to guess what is this going to do to the housing market? I mean, obviously, demand is still very strong. Supply is still very weak. But you know, let's say you're a home builder right now who is trying to consider, hey, do I kick off a new project or do I just finish all my efforts on finishing the existing home construction that I have, right? I, that's been one of the key things this year and for the last couple of years is all these delays in home building because key components can't be acquired, you can't find the labor, and you're just trying to keep pace with demand. Well, you know, if you see interest rates showing up and bumping up to 5% uh, or even higher, and then you start seeing mortgage demand weaken, um, you know, if you're in that new home construction business, I'll be very interested to see what you do there if you start saying, okay, we're going to pull back on amazing. And we also still have our vehicle uh, shortages, again, due in large part to labor and just parts uh, availability. Yeah, semiconductors continues to be the big story there. And you know, this is one of those areas. Housing is, is one, but you know, vehicles is another one. And you know, in spite of the interest rates moving up, I can't really imagine demand for vehicles weakening a whole lot. There seems to be so much backlog there and so little supply. You know, at some point, that supply must come online. Eventually, companies will get their semiconductors. But yeah, same story applies here, right? If the national average mortgage is up, till five, up to 5%, you can bet that people are getting into cars with 7 maybe even 8% interest rates right now. And you know, that just reality does, you know, rubber hits the road at some point, and you cannot quite afford the same amount of car at some point with those higher interest rates. Well, I can remember buying a car with an interest rate of about 15% back in the 80s. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, you know, it's uh, – but, but, of course, the price I paid for that car was a lot less than it is today. I mean, this is a lot of money we're talking. It is. Yeah. I mean, the average new car price in this country now, I think, is over or at least approaching $40,000. I have to I have to confirm that. But, I mean, the new cars right now are, are – they're a lot of money. Um, again, in part – because of the lack of supply, but also in part because of the types of cars that we want to buy in this country, right? I mean, the day of the sedan, uh, it's pretty unpopular these days. And guess what? Big and small SUVs just cost a little bit more than your average Camry or Corolla. Yes. And we've also grown accustomed to a lot of uh, features, <laughs> digital features and and whatnot. I mean, cars don't have radios in them anymore. They have entertainment centers. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, they, they are uh, they're a computer on wheels in a way that you know, the vehicle wasn't 15 to 20 years ago. Earnings season is coming along, and we've got some things to look about for that, don't we? We do, yes. You know, always important, in particular focus right now. There is there's a fair bit of negative sentiment out there for you know for a lot of different reasons. I think just about every day when I open the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, or CNBC, I, I'm finding at least one article in there citing the possibility of a recession coming um, you know, sometime soon. We had yield curve inversion, which tends to be an indicator. And so there's a lot of sentiment out there that is going to drive stocks. And I think you know, people are going to be looking at how are these companies really dealing with inflation? Do you have pricing power in your sector where you can say, yeah, my labor costs are up, but look how much I increase prices by? You know, are companies just facing disruptions, right? We are still facing huge supply chain disruptions. And so, you know, that'll be an interesting piece, too. And we'll be listening closely to the Financial Exchange every weekday at 10 right here on News Talk 99.7 WNTK. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, John.